This time on Delivering Marketing Joy, I have Paul Bellantone live and in person here in Coshocton. We talk about PPAI Expo going virtual, promotional products work week, and so much more. Welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me live and in person right here in Coshocton, Ohio. I'm so excited about this. Paul Bellantone, he's the president of PPAI, and, and so graciously has come to Coshocton for our Born in Ohio event. That's right. And so that's why we're in my office today. So thank you for being my guest today. It's great to be back here. I was here a couple of years ago. Yep. Got to visit your town, stay here, and work out of your office like I did again today. Yep. And looking forward to uh, promotional products work week born in Ohio coming up over the next couple of days yeah so it's gonna be a little bit more of an informal conversation than you know normally usually I have like three prepared questions but there's so many things to talk about Paul's given me permission to just kind of go anywhere you want yeah cool so let's start with sort of the let's let's start with where we began there promotional products work week um, is essentially as this is gonna air it's happening so what are some of the things that leading up to it what are we excited about? What are some things that you guys have planned? Well, Promotional Products Work Week, now in its ninth year, was one of those back-of-the-envelope ideas. It's like, you know, we, we celebrate, we help companies and businesses celebrate their businesses, but what have we done to celebrate ourselves? Yeah. Um, and it's taken off. The regionals have gotten engaged in it, uh, individual companies, and as you know, it, it it has four or five different parts to it. We have a legislative day. We have a thank a customer day. We have a day to do some community work. I have to tell you, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> um, we've actually moved it from... We are? We are. <laughs> we moved it from May to now, to September, October, um, not knowing whether or not we were going to be able to do in-person events. Right. So I think everybody's modifying what it is this year, yeah. um, you know, we will do our appropriately socially distanced yep. functions um, later this week to kick off next week, where we'll be getting a proclamation and talking with some uh, local businesses and some members through OPA. But I know of other organizations that are still doing their community service work. Yep. Everybody should be thanking your customers. We're going to be putting out uh, messaging to send to legislators about the power of promotional products. So we are using that over t overused term called pivoting. Yep. And about how we're celebrating our industry and promotional products, but this is what we're this is how we're doing it this year. No, it's great. And again, uh, you know, the Born in Ohio event, which you've come here for, is sort of one of the kickoffs to it, and we're excited about having you here for that. Um, I, I think yeah. it's appropriate to do it where our industry was born. Because I think that we're going to need to rebirth ourselves as well. Mm. One of the most common questions I'm getting, Kirby, is what products are going to be the relevant ones at the end of the pandemic? And to me, it's not about the products. It's, it's what behaviors are we going to want to try to affect? Right. And whether we're in a pandemic or not, we affect behavior. We get people to say thank you. We, we recognize. We reward. So... All of the things about our industry, where it started right here, are still in place. We're just finding different ways to do it. Yeah, it's kind of a fun, and we talked about this, went to LDW 
this past year, and um, Jonathan Isaacson was talking about the century of innovation, right. right? And what was really interesting to me was this this building that you're sitting in is was built in 1871, which means that just blocks away from here, this building was here when that canvas bag was printed, that's right. which is kind of a cool little perspective. For me, yeah, that's right. First printed bag. That's exactly right. So. Again, lots going on. So you recently made the announcement, PPAI made the announcement that the live in-person expo in Las Vegas is not going to happen this year. A, can you talk to me a little bit about how you came to that decision, but then pivot, we're going to do something virtually. So can you talk about that? Well, that decision was um, inevitable, mm -hmm. but incredibly difficult because we recognize what the expo has meant to companies. It's, it's the glue that holds the industry together, so we know that. And we also know it's where our members do business. Yeah. It's also a, a, a rather large fundraising opportunity for the association, so it had kind of a triple whammy. Yeah. Um, had we go about it, it, we started talking about this back in March of this year, right, with the pandemic, and when will people be able to meet, and, um, what we what we recognize though is too much of it was out of our control. Yeah. At any given moment, you know, you would lose a certain state's attendance at the expo because you'd have to quarantine for two weeks when you got back home. Right. And people are all at their own level of comfort as it relates to travel at this point, staying in a hotel and am I gonna get on an airplane? And you know, maybe if we were in a more geographically centered location we would have a different thought process because people would drive. Drive, yeah. Vegas in the middle of a desert. Yep. The, the, the driving traffic isn't exactly there. Yeah. So we have that, you know, and and ultimately at this moment, Nevada is not having groups of more than fifty. Hmm. So how long do we wait to to postpone the show or to cancel the show, in hopes that all of these different pieces fall into place, knowing that. Um, we don't we don't have a vaccine on you know pending right and and you know we we really don't know what the winter is going to look like in terms of flu season yeah so hopefully we're going if we're washing hands and wearing masks it'll be a little better hopefully I have my mask right here <laughs> yeah, we've done the little uh, um, we're gonna, we're going virtual yeah we're live but we're not in person right. So um, we are going to have a virtual event. It's going to accomplish many of the things that the Expo did. We're going to have opportunity for people to be socially engaged. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important, too, because we talk about social distancing. And we keep going back as an association saying, no, it's physical distancing. It's <laughs> social engagement. How do you keep people socially engaged while being further apart? We're going to do that through the virtual. We're going to have our education, our professional development. We're going to have opportunities for people to be networking, supplier to supplier, supplier to distributor. Um, the platform that we're working with is going to allow for chat between attendees, suppliers, with each other. There'll be video opportunities, um, live video chat as well. So what we're doing is cobbling together the best of breed of all virtual platforms right. so that we can give something as close to an expo experience. What I'm excited about is that we may have more people participate than we could normally have flying into Vegas for whatever reason. I think we can go well, to no more travel, companies. Hotels, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. More companies, 
and deeper into companies than we might have in the past. Hmm, that's cool. You know, I said when I saw the announcement, I was disappointed. You know, I see you out there every year. What are we going to do in January? Right. Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny you ask that because I actually told my wife, I'm like, could we like go on vacation in January? I don't think we've ever been able to do that. Um, so I, I think that you're right. I think that the technology has come really in a brief period where it's gone from Zoom, which is fantastic for you know certain applications, but there some of the the uh, virtual platforms have really become interesting and engaging, yeah. and so that's come a long way in a short period of time. And so I it's think accelerated. Well, I think the pandemic, in so many ways, has accelerated so many things that we were thinking about in the future. Anyway, right, right. it's forced us into becoming very good at things that we were just looking at as as a convenience. Yeah. Someday. So. No, I love it. So fi I guess final topic for you because I, I don't want to keep you here all day. Uh, but the so obviously the election. Uh, it's, yep. it's happened, it's happening. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, the, the new incoming board members and how that whole process is going? Sure. So two years ago, the association moved from an election, a pure election, where two candidates run against each other in e either category, to a slate where um, a, a a, a, two people are put forward for the ratification of the members. And the reason they did this was um, recognizing that things are changing so fast. The board uh, does a needs analysis of what they think they're going to need in terms of personnel looking forward, looking at industry issues and opportunities. Then they do a gap analysis between what they think they're going to need and what currently exists on the board. And then they give that information to the leadership advisory committee who goes out and looks for potential board members to gauge their interest, interviews them. That goes to another committee for review, and then it goes to the board. Well, the board um, put forward, uh, unanimously selected two candidates, one supplier, one distributor. In the last election, that just ended last week, the distributor candidate was moved forward, Noel Pine, so he will be joining us, but the supplier candidate did not uh, get the majority of the votes of the membership. So. We're going back to the drawing board. Andrew Spellman with Magnet Group will be the new supplier candidate. And I think if this airs on Wednesday or Thursday next week, the election will have just opened. Yep. And um, our hope is that the membership ratifies Andrew as the supplier member. No less a candidate than the first one that was put forward. As a matter of fact, Sharp guy, a good uh, a, a friend, a serial volunteer yeah. like you, um, and then we will have a slate that passed and that they will start on the board for next year. Yeah, I think it's worthy of note. I mean, the people who are uh, serving in that capacity, it isn't like they just showed up for service, like right. all of a sudden. These are people who have volunteered through regionals, through all kinds of different ways, and probably in their communities as well. These are good people who are putting themselves through a lot of hard work just it for is. the good of the industry. Is, and that's what was difficult about it, is you take two really good volunteers and then pit them against each other. Right. And, and, and it's not just volunteered by tenure, like who's been volunteering longer. Mm -hmm. It's really about where have they demonstrated leadership in a way that can benefit the board and benefit ultimately the board's making decisions on behalf of an industry. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I do have one more question, if that's sure. okay. So, talk to what, what's your kind of take on the state of the industry, economy? How do you think things look right now? And again, I know this is things are changing so fast over the last eight months, but just 
kind of right now, what's, take a temperature, what are you thinking, what are you feeling? Boy, I, you know, our industry took a, a, a walloping in mid-March with, with most other businesses. Right. And, you know, probably 70, 80, up to 90% down. For some people, it just stopped, right. dead stop. And for many of the distributors in our industry, PPE kept them going. Their customers were looking for the protective equipment and, and they had the opportunity to, to, to be part of that solution, as our industry generally is. Yes. We become part of the solution pretty quickly. But I don't know that anybody saw it as a long-term play. Right. Right. Blank goods always find more efficient ways of getting in the industry than our industry. Right. That makes sense. So, but what we are seeing, so we had um, April and May, it, it really carried a lot of companies through. Then it started dropping off again. But like we've been talking, we're seeing companies with incremental growth month after month yeah. since then. Yeah. So even if you look at, I get the opportunity to look at some raw search data through um, Sage. I think at the peak of PPE, four out of 10 of the top searches were actually PPE products, where a year ago, zero. Yeah, <laughs> right. And we're starting to see more traditional promotional products um, increase as, as PPE is decreasing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, we talked a little bit about this. It's, it's not about the product for me. It's about what behaviors are companies going to want to um, incent as they rebuild themselves. Right. So whether it comes to recognizing, rewarding, customer loyalty, driving traffic, generating revenue, our, our industry has always been part of that solution. Kirby, this is not our first downfall. We've had a pandemic, two world wars, <laughs> depressions, recessions, natural disasters. Our industry has always been part of the solution. And so I'm an optimist, and I'm seeing steady growth. The one challenge for me, small businesses do not like uncertainty. And right now, there's just so much uncertainty. We're, we're going into an election. We're going into our first winter flu season with a pandemic. I, I just pray, like we all do, that our, our members have the wherewithal to, to stick through this and the resources to stick through it. But I do think that will be a stronger industry on the other side. Yeah, one of the things that was, I said, how you just referenced it, I was proud of our industry and how yes. quickly we used our supply chain to solve an issue that like, people, Bill and I had this conversation on uh, Promo Upfront where you don't want people to take advantage. But our, client, our, our customers needed the solutions and we were able to come up with it. I was proud of how most Absolutely. of that. To your point about affecting human behavior, that's I think that's what we do best. Yep. And I think that if we can be a part of the solution, that's exciting. We always have been part of it. I, I, I don't know that we can go back and point to some crisis where we weren't there to help move it along. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, you have definitely answered all my questions and then yeah. some. So I usually give everybody a chance to ask me one question. Do you have one of me? I do have one for you. Okay. I, I'm one of those people who... I have not let a pandemic go to waste. So I've, I've both professionally and personally, I've learned things about myself and about my business. What have you learned about Kirby and your business over the past eight or nine months? That's a fantastic question. Um, you know, I think 
when this first began, I think that we kind of redoubled our efforts onto content creation, serving, and I think what that's what that's done for the businesses is gone, okay, what we have always thought what added value, we're hearing it really does add value. Um, from the personal side, I really have tried to double down on education. So um, I actually signed up for Masterclass, which is you know where you can get all those yes. a bajillion different classes. And then I actually just signed up, and this is fairly recent, up for Business uh, Made Simple University. My team has heard me talk about this. Super interesting. It's almost like an online MBA course. Yeah. I'm totally wow. enthralled by it. And I find that, um, you know, I love to read and all that sort of thing. But doing something in a more formal way like that, all of a sudden I've been been drawn to, to do something and complete it. And um, I think that's one of the things that sort of come from this. Really terrific. Cool. Well, thank you. I'm not going to shake you. your hand, even though you're sitting here. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time, you being here in Coshocton, supporting OPA for this event, and your leadership through this kind of crazy time. So thank, thank you, you so much. You're always such a wonderful host. Thank you, sir. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.